0: Hi, Desmond. Hi, Mike. You know who this is. And uh, I thought I'd just get on your podcast for a little while here. I know you guys have a lot of fun. And why wouldn't you? I mean, you've had 50 episodes. And hey, hey listen, we all want to get to the toy department. As a matter of fact, I'm on holiday right now. And that's where I am on the toy department, I'm about 11 floors up. So I know what that's all about. Yes, and the Islanders' 50th anniversary. It is spectacular. They've done such a good job with. Bringing in all the Hall of Famers and the fans. and They're getting all kinds of gifts. And, and I'm sure you had a lot of laughs talking about the Islander season so far. It's uh, uh, Not that it's been a bad season. Yes, we'd like it to be a little bit better. And how about that trade that they just made man alive to get... Bo Horvat, boy, boy, he's a good player in Vancouver, and I'll be interested to see how he makes out, particularly if we see him with uh, Barzell. But we lost some good people. I mean, uh, Ratu is going to be a good young hockey player. He'll probably do very well in the NHL. And, of course, uh, I like Anthony Beauvillier. He's such a good guy and uh, great skater. So we'll, we'll miss him. But uh, you know what? That's the hockey world. So um, got to do, uh, got to live with what you... Uh, have to deal with on a regular basis but hey listen i'm happy to talk to you guys i know you i know you have fun and uh, and that's the most important thing so hopefully the honors give you some good things to talk about and uh, there'll be some changes in the lineup and all kinds of things so um i'm going to get back to enjoying the sun if you don't mind because it's all all-star break but uh, i just wanted to uh, to say hello and uh, keep up the good work desmond mike and uh, oh by the way Keep it in the toy apartment. Bye now. Cool.
1: There's some bows in this house. There's some bows, some bows in this in house. This house. I mean, it also says, some...
2: please ask ask uh, your host permission to uh fuck's
1: your... sake. All right, well. We're going to have to do that again. Might make a host? I don't think so. Let's record local files. I can do that. As I'm recording now. There's Perfect. some bows in this house. There's some bows, bows in this in house. This in house. house. There's some bows in this house. Woo! Baby.
2: Uh the 50th episode of
1: Through the Island podcast. Um yeah. we haven't been on all 50. Uh like I certainly haven't, and technically you haven't either. I've only missed one. I've only missed okay. one. Well, that's one uh Iron Man streak is officially gone. Uh, Oh, what do you got? Uh, Is that a beer? It's a
2: non-alcoholic beverage. It's uh, athletic brewings, uh, West Coast
1: style IPA, non-alcoholic. You've got your so you've got also this background blur that's fucking giving me uh, I've never had this before. What's going on here? You're blurring out your background. I can only see you. Uh, I mean, it's
2: just I, I, I do it because uh, a lot of times I just kind of throw my clothes behind myself on the on right. the couch, um, and and I sometimes if I'm in Zoom very meetings, very distracting.
1: It's very distracting. It's very I have actually, to yeah. It's very distracting. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't care to impress you, or rather, make it seem to
1: you like I'm not a, a slob. So I, I'll unblur it. I might. Uh, I couldn't relate. My office is immaculate and it's very organized. It's not mm. a lie. I have, okay. uh, I've color coordinated in my closet my shirts. I have color coordinated the hangers to them. I have everything has its own little place. I'm, uh, so organized it's sickening. I've, I just started creating spreadsheets for shit. I started, I'm, I sickened myself in the, in the ways, in these ways that I, I mean, I, I really, I really do like it, but I, it's a little bit sickening too. Well, I don't care. Fiftieth episode.
2: Of through the island podcast, everyone's in a good mood, mm-hmm.
1: even even this guy. Even wow, hey, uh that's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think it's a combination of the trade, right? Plus the you know, and I'm not one of these people who are like uh, we, we know this. Episode 50 of the fucking podcast, but the Islanders haven't played in a week, and so they've given you no reason to be like anything but optimistic considering the trade. And considering just like, you know, there, there's there been no games in recent memory where you're just like stuck in the back of your head that you're just like, Ugh, I got to think about yeah. that now that we're recording the pod. Um, only well, good vibes. And they're in the middle of uh, they've just started their 12 game winning streak.
2: Yeah, they're at 20. They, they, they've they won. Oh. <laughs> they've won their last two games. Mm-hmm. And so they're 10% the way to their 20. And that was before the trade. So oh, again,
1: we're going to recalibrate. <laughs>
2: The trade has been. Uh, Bo Horvat is now a New York Islander. Many people pointing out that because he's at the all star game representing the Pacific division, he's a Pacific Islander. So, I'd say that's one for the culture. I would say, (laughs) I would say my hemisphere is rising up, and and you definitely should be worried about it. You know, we're taking over, and that's kind of it. Um, There's nothing you can do about it. We are infiltrating all aspects of the society. So, um, and payback time, let's just say, (laughs) and even the score. Um, But uh, Bo Horvat's an Islander, no longer Islanders. Um, Some draft pick that is either this year or next year, top 12 protected. Who cares about him? Hope he's a bum. Atu Ratu, which, uh, salute, yeah. Fun fun prospect. I did say if I was willing to give him up only for Bo Horvat, and that's what actually <laughs> played out. Yeah. And the Lou, fact that they got Lou listened. Lou listens to the pod.
1: Uh not the only not the only person in the Islanders organization to be listening to the pod.
2: It's clear. It's 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 very clear um that the organization is listening. And they're listening because they got rid of lefraud himself <laughs> anthony bovillier is no longer an islander uh, thanks for the goal thank you for the goal thank you for the goal thank you for uh you know uh your periods of being the third best
1: player on the islanders best line in the playoff runs appreciate Listen, it so here's 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 where i sit with you know how I sit with hockey players in general where, like, I, I'm of that kind of, like, I really can't say anything bad about a pro hockey player in terms of the way that they play hockey. Yeah. You know, there's other reasons to be critical. Um, But, Anthony Pavilier, man, I know that there's frustration, uh, like, being a fan, but, like, hey, you're in the show, you're an unbelievable hockey player, there's a lot of really great moments, um, and I hope... I hope that you do well enough in Vancouver that you get paid by another team um, that does not as well as the Islanders or the Avalanche.
2: Yeah. Well, I only care about how he does against the Islanders. I really, if he scores on the Avalanche, I probably, I'll probably be very happy and probably message you about it and ask you if you saw it. Um, But, but yeah, Bo, I mean, the thing with Bo is that like the, the thing that was frustrating is that we'd seen enough, Of him, I've seen enough. I've seen seen, enough. We've seen enough, and the fact that he's going to be a UFA after a year from now, he's four point two. I don't know if he'd even have right to ask for a raise, but it was one of those things where any amount of roughly the same money for the same production could have been can be found for cheaper. Yeah, we've seen enough. It's not worth it, but it's uh, it. You know, I I am very happy with the trade. I uh, I yeah. I think that you know. Let's 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 rewind a bit Ooh. and then come back. Just because our last episode I saw was it was recorded before the Canadiens game, uh, which was okay. one of one of only two wins they had in January before the two game winning streak right before the break. Um, <laughs> And in the time since the the vibes got continuously worse, to the point <laughs> where we called situation. We officially, you you were willing. Oh to, yeah, to join. At hey. least the minor the minor situation. We you know this is the way politics work. You you have to lobby, and sometimes you got to cut deals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Mike knew that that he couldn't hold. He he'd lose all future arguing if he pretended that there was
1: not any amount of situation. You got to give a little bit to seem credible in certain instances. And and it's, you know, I didn't want to call a situation. I will say my, my hand was forced by multiple uh, forces, whether that be the 300 IQ militia itself saying enough is enough. It's time that we address this. And the Islanders themselves not giving me any, you know, I would, I would say, stay silent on the matter. They would lose and I wouldn't message the chat. I wouldn't say a word. I'd say, you know what, let me hold my tongue. Hope that the next outing... They kind of, um, you know, they, they they give me reason for optimism and to spread the good word. And time after time, I was let down and I said, enough's enough. We have a minor situation. And that's so, where I stood. I stood pat at minor situation for a pretty long time, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like it was maybe after the sabers game or the or the the hurricanes game i think you might have
1: Uh, i think uh, yeah
2: (laughs) well just for a quick you know a quick rundown so they had that game where they beat the canadians by a goal and we said they're back and we said they're back uh and then they were up three nothing against the capitals who they are in direct contention with um the following monday Mm -hmm. and uh they actually let in four more goals. Right, they didn't score after, anymore. Yeah, after being up three nothing in the first,
1: they got a um, point.
2: Right, that was an overtime, overtime, but still that was rough.
1: They, I think, they... I think I was like, this, this is, this is officially. I think that that was the point where I was like, they need a decisive win next game, or we're at situation.
2: Well, the next game was them against the Bruins, which they lost four one. But that was, I think, that's when I called it actually. Interesting. That makes sense. the Bruins, I mean, the Bruins, I was at that game. The Bruins are really good. Yeah. That was William Dufour getting, getting uh, benched (laughs) after having two bad, well, one bad giveaway that led directly to a goal. And another, I think like literally his next shift, he got hemmed in same exact play. They didn't score against,
1: but, and then he had another minus. So then that was my, here's my thought process for the Bruins game. And why I called minor situation after because the Capitals loss was so bad to a team that day were in direct contention with for a playoff spot. But they got a point, and I said, if you don't decisively win against the Bruins, the best team in the NHL right now, mm-hmm. tomorrow, like that's that's a thing where you can rally around something like, Hey, we're this good to beat this team. But they didn't. And that's why I was like, that's why I think it was a perfect, like, it wasn't them like beating the blue jackets. And me being like situation over, you know, it was mm-hmm. it was like they have to beat a really good team by like in regulation. You know what I mean? Like decisively to a certain extent or else it was situation. And I called it and I called it and we'll see where we're at at the end of this little, you know, but. And then and then
2: the next night they they lose in overtime to the Sabres after again blowing a, a third period lead.
1: Brutal. Uh,
2: then they lose five two. To the Hurricanes, yeah, uh, and then they lose five two to the the Maple Leafs in and, the and, in the and, in the breakaway that they gave away oh to my to the, God. The, the where Lane said uh, he thought they they played pretty well,
1: just a couple individual mistakes. Now, now I don't know where your thought process is at at this time, but th- th- this is the worst like mind mind frame to be watching games in, I think, because. Me and Scott, Scott had the Maple Leafs game on because we were uh, at practice together, and we were doing bureaucratical nonsense, filling out paperwork and whatnot. And um, I wasn't even going to put the game on. That's where I was at. I was like, I need a break from this. Actually, because uh, why would I keep watching the same thing? And it was, and it's just like that's the worst thing where you're just like apathetic to it, where it's not even making you upset. You're like, I'm not going to watch this because uh, they're going to lose, and I've come to terms with it.
2: Yeah, it was. I watched. Let me see. Let me see when I gave up on it. I'm looking at the the, the score. Yeah, I would say probably uh, when it became four two, Islanders yeah. I think, did nothing the entire after getting going up two one. That was another game where they had a lead, then just completely folded. Mm-hmm. Um, then they lost two one to the mighty Ottawa
1: Senators two nights later. Vibes were pretty low. Was that a Wednesday? Yes. I went to go see Skinnamarink that night. And I was, I, I I was, that was, I think that's when I, I may have even said it in the Maple Leafs game. I think I was at capital S situation. I don't think I stayed at minor. I think I, I went to capital S. I was like, if a team is making me feel this way, I think we're at capital S yeah. being, be, and, and being where they are in the standings. I didn't call major because I, 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 I had some kind of like, pre-qualifying, uh, like, s- s- there's there's conditions for major that I've set, where it's like, hey, they've got to be, like, five points out of a playoff spot at this point. And that wasn't – we weren't in, like, February five yeah. points out. It it wasn't major. Not it was getting major. close.
2: It was getting close, though.
1: It was. It was. And then what happened?
2: And then they, they started the, what's going to eventually be a 20-game winning streak with back-to-back uh, home wins. We were against- at
1: – one of them um we were i we were at the first one which is no coincidence so we went to we went and we said enough's enough it's time that we show face Mm -hmm. we're gonna turn this we're gonna if no one's gonna do anything about this we're gonna do it ourselves and i think it, it started off with us being like one we're both gonna be there two um we're not gonna even speak to each other while we're there and three we did not meet up no and then three you posted the picture
2: which picture the gta Oh yes, I did. The Sorokin, ah oh, shit, here we go again. Which yeah. is both for the fans and actual Ilya Sorokin, I imagine. Uh, <laughs> w- going to UBS. But yeah, back-to-back wins where they looked they looked good. I mean, both teams they beat are teams of some level of dysfunction. The 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 Golden Knights much better than the Red Wings, but still still wins they needed to get in the month where they, they failed to get wins that they should have had. And yeah. some ones that they had in hands that they squandered. And then what um, happened? Well, then they make the trade. Uh uh I so I guess I'm curious where yeah. were you headspace wise before
1: the trade and where are you after? Oh well, I was so so I was coming down from uh capital s situation i think two in a row especially one against the golden knights and then us being in person for the uh the other win i was feeling pretty good and i was uh you know if someone like had a gun to my head and said hey is there a situation i the most you could get me to say is minor at that point i'd be like i I think Mm -hmm. they're turning around we're at minor situation but i'm like you know they got to keep it rolling and that's such a an arbitrary thing to say, right? Like yeah. from a guy who just watches the games, um, they got to keep it rolling. What does that mean? You know, what the fuck does that even mean? Uh, and so I was, but I felt, I felt pretty good. And it's not a situation where, you know, it was a situation where next game, you know, this month I was going to watch the game on Monday. We we're going to be a practice or whatever, but I'm, I'm going to have it on. Cause they just won two in a row. And then they make the trade during a whirlwind for me where, there's a couple different things going on. And I was like juggling four things at once. And then the trade comes in and I'm like trying to do like three other things and have a couple other conversations and teach a lesson. And I'm like, Whoa. And on my way out right after the lesson to practice and everything. So my head's spinning, but now that I've sat with it, I'm firmly at no situation. I'm firmly in like, uh, Islanders against the world territory, which is where they need to be. Right. That's where this team sees success. And I feel it too. Right. Where, the trade comes in and anyone who's not a fucking freak and is a fan is a fan of it. You know what I mean? Like there's of course the people who are like, Oh great. Uh, the Islanders did something. I'm going to find a way to make it fucking horrible. I fucking hate my life. And so, and so obviously with those people with Stan, you know, outside of those people, most normal people who I would consider my friends, um, Uh, For one reason or another, were uh, happy about it, and I think that that's telling. And then, of course, the fucking the very specifically, if we're going to talk about two different outside voices within hockey um, media, the the pundits and the column, you know, like the 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 prestige older locked in guys, and then the young chart guys, right? Because I I think that I think you file it into those two. Where it's like you have the LeBruns and the uh you know Elliot Friedmans and stuff who they don't really say what they think, they kind of just report the news and they dance around what they actually think. And then you've got the the guys who create the charts and like they they track data, right? And not all of them are locked into a certain mind frame about certain things, but generally a team makes a trade; they got to give their trade grades, and they've got to be funny about it to want you know to to like to to create in some kind of engagement. You know, they've got to like incite some kind of rage within one of the fan bases. And uh, you know, the Islanders punching bag because Lula Lamoriello is eighty years old. Um, they trade for a really good player, but they give up futures. And you know, if you're not the Avalanche or the Bruins you should, in their eyes, be trying to tank, right? So immediately they're like, wow, I can't believe a team would do this, a team that's trying to make the playoffs. Why would they try and get better? That's crazy to me. So, you know, they're kind of outlining all of the reasons why it's funny for them and it's bad and whatever. And so that's the Islanders against the world thing, right? That's kind of the, hey, you know, fuck them. Because I truly believe that maybe some of those pundits... They're a little more old school. They probably see the they probably see the trade and uh, have a little bit of a clearer kind of like, oh, I see what they're going for here, and I'm not kind of locked into this like, hey, if you're not an elite team, uh, you shouldn't be going for it mindset. You should just like, rebuild. I, you should just I, it, if you if you're I, not a contender, you should just rebuild. That's everybody's. And, How long ago was the Kings? It was about 10 years ago. And and obviously the, the lead changes rapidly, but it's one of those things where it's like, do you not want more of that? I, how locked in were you for that eight seed Kings run? Like I was so fucking locked in yeah. for for a team that I have no allegiance to.
2: On that note though, it's it's like that, that eight seed Kings team was supposed to be a better team. They were supposed Island, to.
1: Islander, Islanders? I don't know. Were the I, weren't the Islanders supposed to be a bit better this year? That's my point exactly. Yep. Which is which mm-hmm. is that, and not just that,
2: but it's it's that. So for me, you know, from where I am to to now,
1: I was I had made peace in my head. Desmond, a, really quick, let me let me let me before this escapes my brain too, because I don't want just one comparison. I know they didn't win the cup, but the 2006 Oilers were an eighth seed too. Yes. that fucking went on an unbelievable run that's like i don't know why people don't want more of this like i don't understand why people want super teams i really don't because i think that is so fu- I, I, unless you get an instance where two super teams are meeting in a final what's the fucking point like i want i want a, a team of misfits or like a, 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 a back against the wall team to fucking succeed and i don't understand the thought process of the people who are like who 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 don't want to see the like the ugly duckling win? It, it it doesn't make sense to me. But but either way, there's more than one comparable there. The Kings, those Oilers, and I I I I love. I just fucking love that it uh, firmly puts them in. Hey, they they don't think we're gonna win, and actually they want us to lose. But go ahead. Where where was your thought process at? So I was at I was at major situation, but with
2: a mo- with a bit of a calm of like just. Yeah, in my I was confident in what I thought they should do, which was a retool that that involved, you know, keeping a core of Sorokin, Barzell, Dobson, Pelic, Pulak, um yeah. definitively, likely being, you know, quote unquote saddled with productive, if overpaid guys like Lee and, and Paul Mary, and then playing around with everything else and seeing seeing what would come in what would come out um and uh and and I was kind of at I was at peace with that where it was like similar it was it was you keeping you know in my mind probably keeping ratty probably Aratu probably you know um emphasizing a a turning over of shifting of a window where like those guys that are 28 are like look are more the older oldest guys on the team type yeah. of maneuvering but they you know now that they've made these trades um i what i appreciate is that there's a fucking definitive sense of what's got, what they're attempting to do because that, that was the misery of of the, the this past month was just the nothing yeah. it's just the same shit Trying every sort of dumbass machination of Bailey and Sizikis have probably played in every single wing spot over the past month. Um it it just nothing was nothing was working. That and then everybody fucking talking about trading Sorokin because they were so loser pilled that they want to just do a complete rebuild fucking loser morons that just want meaningless games idiots they want a free uh,
1: pass they, they, you you it's people who truly want a free pass they want
2: loudville play. back they want they want it to be loudville and fucking zen and kanapka hockey again
1: that's what they fucking want well, well you want stakes free uh, and i don't understand it but they want stakes free hockey because you know why because it's fucking tense and it's 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 fucking gut-wrenching when it's like there's when there's fucking stakes, when there's something at stake, and you're not a fucking super team where you feel like, but even those those super teams don't win all the time.
2: The, the, some of
1: them can't make can't win a fucking playoff round.
2: And yeah, and 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 so to me, it's just you know it, this past month was so fucking frustrating. Um, from that inaction and and the fan base just deciding to get gout gall- in in absence of any sort of breadcrumbs of of or 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 smoke that that something was happening the fan base then fills in the gaps with the dumbest fan fiction the dumbest
1: <laughs> uh
2: NHL EA sports gm mode fan fiction of all
1: time and and uh, and i i i also for what it's worth i do not fucking understand the people who are i get being frustrated by it but fucking this this circles right back to my Find something else that you enjoy so that way it can take away all of your brain. The Islanders shouldn't be the only fucking thing you think about. But it's one of those things where, like, I don't know about you, but I don't care that Lula Morello operates in complete silence. And he's got a cone. Who fucking cares? He's, he's like like, why do you feel the need as a fucking guy who goes to... I understand that you watch all the games and that you're invested in the product or whatever, and and and. But why do you feel like you are should have the privilege of being in the loop about what's, his fucking, It's fucking psychotic? That's
2: better. I, I mean, I, okay, on that specific point, like on some, it's only okay. It's annoying. On on some level, it is annoying because it's like okay, just be a fucking regular guy, Um leak a little shit here and there, but but. You know, to me, it's so overmagnified, and I think the fact that it gets, it feels like a crutch of journalism to talk about all the time, because like, is that inherently? Okay. Flip, let's flip it. Let's say you were a Kings or 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 Coyotes fan. How long has the chicken to L.A. or chicken to to Ottawa? Like those two rumors have existed for how long mm-hmm. a year year and a half and yeah. it hasn't happened so what what is it until a trade happens everything else is just fucking talk so yeah the absence of talk is that does that fucking matter i i don't i don't care to to debate it that much what i care is about what has happened and what has happened is they have traded for bull Horvath. and yeah. and what that signifies to me is something that you know, it's surprising. It's it's a holy shit thing at first. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't believe they did it. But then, when you really put the pieces together, duh, like, Lou is defending his job right now. Yeah. Ownership is very upset about the way the season's gone, I bet, the way last season went. And, you know, I, I think, and the fact that the Islanders are, Locked into, they're locked into, uh, Barzell. They just committed to him. That deal hasn't even started yet. Yeah. They have, uh, Pelic and Pulak that have, I think, five more years, six more years on their deals. Yeah. Um, you have Sorokin, who you want to extend because you're not a fucking moron. Yeah. Um, (laughs) duh, he's the best goalie (laughs) in the league. Um, and, is, uh, and and you have Dobson. That's he's, that's uh, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna RFA. Up, yeah. He's on his bridge deal. Like, but he's 22. So, but more of those those four guys. It doesn't. Everything younger was not good enough to. No. There wasn't enough of it. Slash, it wasn't good enough to prioritize that. Because if, if it was, then you do the rebuild. You do what you can to m- make those
1: trees. And, and for what it's worth, I think look at a team like St. Louis, who those guys, they had young guys who were good enough who came up or are playing now. Um, and, and and look at the way that they are right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even, even the guys that are, like, if you had three good offensive prospects that, like, now they're contributing meaningfully. Like that doesn't necessarily make you a lock for a fucking to be a good team either. Like there's yeah. so much. Like I I, I understand building a team episode... is so fucking hard. Building a team is so fucking hard. Like I,
2: I feel like it's
1: it's. And, so... and, hey, guess what? Too. Like like I know that you don't like me talking about the avalanche, but oh, think gosh. about the way that. But but it, honestly, I'm not doing this to be funny. The way that they compiled, I know. I you know it's tough because obviously drafting someone drafting camel car Nathan McKinnon you know all, all of those guys that are unreal but but the the way that that they kind of like rounded themselves out was not through developing prospects it was for the most part fucking trading for actual uh, tangible players you know what I mean so I don't know I, I I think that there's such a huge emphasis on like building a farm but, like, there's so many successful teams and instances of successful teams that, like, trade their way to success as well. Even, I mean, you know, I, I guess I'm, t- I'm talking more about depth, and Horvat's a little more than depth, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, Horvat is the best player that they've had come into the organization since Tavares left it. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, inarguably. Fine. He, yeah. And he's probably better than every player not Tavares that that has left since Tavares left. Uh, you yeah, can make yeah, it, yeah. you can make an argument that there's a push with, with Taves, but but Taves is not the guy. Taves he's, gets he, yeah. gets to be, you know, the fifth or sixth best guy best guy on, on, on an Colorado. unbelievable team. Yep. 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 Whereas absolutely. whereas Horvat has had to carry a lot of the mail especially for a dog shit franchise um, yeah. it's kind of an opposite situation of Tavares leaving yeah. and this guy coming in. And, and, and so to me, you know, like I said, the shock of, of like, it makes sense after like, duh, they're going to make moves like this because I'm not saying it's definitely going to work. I think it will talk about leaks. There was that guy that posted on the Reddit earlier in in, in the day shout out. I, I hope you're in hiding, sir. Um, about the extension, about Hor- Horvat coming and an extension in place because it seems like that seems plausible. An eight and a half mil deal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven. I think it's more likely going to be eight, and I do see the timer, so I'll try to get us to transition at the right point. If not, we'll continue on after. Yeah, yeah whatever. But, but you know, I think it's one of those things where, duh, and 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 all the downsides of it. One, I didn't even think about. Oh, if if the Islanders really can't can't rebound and he doesn't want to extend, they could flip him again. Yeah, and especially since Vancouver retained money, they could retain even more. And I get, I would get back put, some nice assets. I would put I would put down thousands of dollars that that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. So so you know, to me, it's a deal that, well, duh, again. Islanders need to bring players in that that if you're tra- talking about windows, windows closing, blah, 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 this window's been remodeled. And, and I think bringing in guys that are around the same age as where the majority of your best players are age-wise,
1: <clears throat> it just makes a lot of logical sense. That and Golden Jeff. Knights team, that Golden Knights team that went to that final, too, think about the age median there. All all fucking guys that, you know, they were, comp- one, uh, you know, us against the world, but two, it was a lot of guys that were kind of of this age of, like, you know, oh, they're getting older. Well, th- yeah, yeah, they're getting older, but, like, when they hit the sweet spot, they're in their prime. Yeah. What's wrong about having a bunch of guys in their prime? What's so, so psychotic about wanting that? I because think- in five years, they're going to be bad? Whatever. Yeah, And you also also can't
2: you can't think if you know that the Islanders don't get players in, in UFA, the only guys they ever get are guys they trade for and then extend. That's it. If if you know that, then just consider one, consider this what the Islanders had to do to bring in a player of this caliber and and two: consider this. Uh, an ex- like an extended bargaining window, the way you're able to talk to free agents like a week yeah. before or whatever. Consider what the islanders are doing, a much more invested and active approach to, to this, because being in the having more time with the ownership, having an extra month with the ownership in the in the facilities, around the towns, seeing the proximity to the city, seeing the schools, the restaurants, the anonymity, especially compared to the Vancouver market.
1: Law on rocks, man. It really the, does.
2: The general stability organizationally for the team compared to Vancouver. Yeah, I man. think it makes sense to do this for Bo. I think especially because, okay, Brock Nelson has two years after this. And that's good. And he's great. He's, he's, and he's only gotten better. But, again, his age is, is different enough. From the other guys, that yeah. he's also in in a slight misalignment. So this is who kn- who knows if Ratty would be able to be Brock Nelson yeah. quality by the time Brock was done, or if you had to move Brock as part of a retool to get assets to get better parts or whatever. So yeah. to me, this makes this makes a lot of sense. I'm I'm excited for it. I I'd like to think that that they you know have have a a good feeling that they will be able to extend him i think the 8th year is going to be huge that's another yeah. thing that you're trading for here is that bargaining chip and if that seems convoluted and a lot of effort okay it takes a lot of effort to get players to come to the islanders that's that's it that's the yeah. whole fucking thing and they're right. doing it and i'm not, i'm not saying it's definitely going to work here's the thing if this doesn't work it wasn't you working try. It wasn't working as it was anyway, and 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 we end up with what needs with what, what then would need to happen if you didn't do anything anyway, which is blowing it up. Congrats, you win. It's gonna suck. Are you happy? <laughs> is that is that what what you want to fucking have happen here? So it's like to me, I, I'm just in a in a sense of like I was at a clarity of of like retool. I had all sorts of different machinations of of roster changes and whatnot.
1: Yeah, um,
2: yeah. And I still think some guys are. I mean, what's really curious now is if they make Heroes a run. he's tinkering. I'm a tinkerer. It, you know, and, and if my thing is, what's interesting is that if they make a run, especially if they add another piece like Tarasenko, which we yeah. may have to get into. I'll, I'll save this for the second uh, half after the, the, the Zoom ends up. But, uh, you know, is that... Uh, fuck, I do not remember what I was saying.
1: Well, you were you were talking about retooling, and oh, okay, you were, you were you were yeah, go ahead. It's
2: it's that it's that if they do make a little run here, especially if they add a guy like Tarasenko, then they probably won't sell the guys that they should. Like, yeah. I mean, at that at that point, like, okay, so like in losing out on Mayfield, like trading Mayfield, which I'm I'm now realistically back on because the amount of money that you're going to need. To extend Horvat and and a, and a guy like Tarasenko, if you're bringing in Tarasenko, I'd rather you you extend him. Um, for me, uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think they should, um, but but for me, you know, I, it's you'd have to trade guys, and I just have a little bit of concern of like uh, have like losing a guy like Mayfield for nothing. Varlamov said that he was willing to, you know, he wants to stay. I'm not sure how much of a pay cut he's willing to take. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, those are factors. So that's the one thing that's going to be interesting to watch where like, you know, is that if they if they do go on a bit of, a, of of a run, the season the summer would get that much more interesting because you know, part of the, this retooling and movement would at, at least my mind before the moves was that. They'd be able to trade some guys and have assets that they could then flip, yeah, or in, in in the trade market for better pieces. But now, now I don't know. But now it's a more exciting. I don't know because I yeah. the team on the ice is 100 better, yeah, possibly getting 200 better, um, yeah. maybe even 300 better. Oh, and uh, you want to push that a thousand percent better? All right. But but I don't know the the move like the 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 tinkering and and what's gonna how the chips are gonna fall that that is something that i don't like thinking about because before
1: when the islanders were looking directionless and like nothing was gonna happen yeah yeah that's when you tinker but right now what's the point in tinkering like let's see the guy hasn't even played a game yet let's see what the fucking actual lines are gonna be let's see you know to or start out as but yeah yeah i i it's like one of those things where it's like they made the move Sit back and fucking let your brain relax for a couple days and then wait and see how they look. And then you can start playing, you know, GM. You can start yeah. playing Fantasy GM. Uh, yeah. All right, let's, let's, uh, next, uh, uh let's move it along. Yeah, 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 all right, see you in a second. Okay. righty. Uh, okay. So, uh,
0: so,
2: so if, if, you know, I think, so we're, we're both on board with Bo, with Bo Horvat. We both want him extended, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. And we both would be cool with like eight, eight and a half, eight years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm. I'm like, uh, you know, again. You might I, as
2: well. I, you I, fucking might as well. We talked ourselves uh, into
1: cadre. So let's. Yeah. Who's five years older? Like yeah. let's. Let's and, and just. He, seriously, here's the thing that I'm like at with the the contracts and shit like that. It's like every contract's movable. I'm not gonna get fucking upset about half a million dollars going to a guy that I don't know. Like I don't fucking care. I don't care. They'll fit it under the cap. It's their fucking job. I'm gonna watch the game. That's my job. I, I, I really have taken this approach now, where it's just like the the like it's psychotic to get that upset about like. Well, I wish that he was seven million instead of eight. You know. Okay. Fine. I. You know. I. I, I get it. If that yeah. if that difference if that difference gets makes him an Islander
2: compared to what we've had, okay, yeah, yeah. that's you get that's how all if, this shit works. People if, people are hate the Islander team, and then and then once a player comes here and is plausible to come, they they either convince themselves he won't, or tell themselves yeah. it's not going to be worthwhile. And if he stays, it's going to suck. Yet those those same people really want Tarasenko, even though his shoulder is always one check away. From yeah. exploding because they like the theoretical, but once they get Tarasenko, they're going to be. Yeah, only yeah, then, it, only then, they'll be afraid of of the of the
1: injury. So I'm, I'm firmly, I'm firmly at with they they sign. It's it's you get what you get, and you don't get upset. It really is. It is because, I uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's the the cat management stuff, and like, you know
2: what I, it, you know what it is to me. It's it's that it's wild. Some of the the, the takes where people. Have already compared this to Tavares, him leaving. Like assuming he's going to leave and doesn't want to be here. That's another
1: they, level of neurosis. Let that it I go, even.
2: Let it go. He left five years ago.
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, done. I'm the at Islanders peace. Have, with... Islanders
2: have gone further. I think the Islanders would have gone further had he not
1: left. But they would have won a cup. They would have won a cup. It's I... done yeah they want the the a different they want a different gun and and it's i had done to, I, I, dude, and i i i i literally made a jersey bet with tom williams who manages my bands mm-hmm. i it, when when this was all heating up i'll never forget i was like i'll bet you a jersey that he you know that he stays and he's like you're on i so not only did not only did he leave i had to buy tom and a Maple Leafs John Tavares jersey, uh, like like right as he did. I, and I'll never forget when 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 he signed with the Leafs, and we're we're staying at this lake house, and it was the band because Matt's parents on a lake house, and Scott's on the couch, and he's groaning. He goes, "Life sucks, man. Life just sucks so much." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh come on, man!" It, you know, I was like, I was trying to like cheer him up a little bit. He's like. What's the point of anything, man? It was, but you know, he was, he, it was in the moment and he was convinced that he was going to sign. It was funny. Like, those were the
2: vibes. Those were the vibes. However, those aren't the vibes anymore. And what, what I, what I will say is that to me, style of play minutes that you'd give him, I feel that Horvat is being dropped in now. And I think he's the age now that Tavares was when he left or around it. Yeah, and and to me, it's a similar type of thing. I think Tavares is probably or slash was better than Horvat is as a purely sure. like, offensive player. But I think Horvat seems to be a much more well-rounded, two hundred foot player.
1: Yeah, and also he seems. Uh, I, I I do value this. He seems like a human being. I I like I like human beings.
2: Yeah, they they rock. Well, yeah. Mm- well, I mean, yeah
1: well, actually, well, let's, let's move on. Let's move let's on. Move on.
2: <laughs> so, 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 you know, the thing about, you know, we talk about tinkering. What is your like gut, gut feeling about how, uh, how the Horvath, lines are going
1: to shake up, how, how the lines shake out with, with Horvat? I, I, I kind of, I, I, I almost feel like you should lead this off because I, I have really not because there's so many different, uh ideas here it's it's what you think and what you want right and i i, I think we're close probably but i i know we were talking about a potential horvat barzell parise line you know obviously it would be nice to have wallstrom um as a you know just as a piece uh but it appears like he's out for the season and then i i really like look why split up the line that's got juice? The 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 line that's that's been uh hum in the last couple games. I think you keep Nelson Lee and Palmieri together, uh, and that gives you Peot, Holmstrom, and Fashing. A- 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 who am I forgetting? And then you got the fourth line with Bailey on it instead of Clutterbuck. Is is that does that sound right? Am I forgetting someone? say it one more time. Sorry, I
2: was, so, I was so, getting
1: a tweet ready for Bandcamp Friday. Oh. Yeah, sure. Uh, I've got um I've got Horvat between Barzell and Parise. I've got the juice line is what I'm calling it. Uh okay. Nelson Parise, Lee. No.
2: Okay, Parise Horvat. Okay. Parzell. And Barzell. then I've got yeah.
1: the juice line, which is Nelson palmary and uh great and, and they've Lake. been great they've been an awesome yeah. why liner. break why break them up why break them up welcome and back palmary let's just give yeah briefly you're, you're you're a very good second liner thank you for being yeah there. yeah we're, we're kyle palmary truthers um and then you've got uh and correct me if i'm wrong here but i think you're doing Pajot, holmstrom fashing. am i forgetting someone yeah that's fine i'm got. i'm good with that and and then you got bailey on the fourth line with Sezikis and Morton right yeah sure that's fine right yeah. and, and I'm not I'm not forgetting a piece I'm thinking you know you know who I think I'm forgetting Desmond oh. Anthony ah, yes. <laughs> right right uh so that's who I think I'm like oh no yeah so um that's what I think that's and that's what I think they should do and now I'm curious to see what they do in terms of Parise I do think that Horvat and Barzell are getting smashed together um to start I don't see why they don't try that, but I I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe they keep Zeke's at wing right because that's what that's what's been going on. Yeah. So what are you where me, are you at?
2: Where I'm at, I, I mean, I agree. What what you want and and where it goes, and who knows? There might be another trade by the, the before the weekend's over. We have a trade um, to announce. I uh, <laughs> nice one. You know, we'll see how quickly this ages, uh, Mike. You better uh, edit this one pretty quick yeah Um, yeah 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 but uh you know so for me um assuming there are no more trades i definitely lean towards so i i think scott might have mentioned that the pdo cast had had analyzed that that horvat plays while he is a center he plays a little bit more like a wing and that he
1: he doesn't he doesn't let the play develop he doesn't let the play develop in front of him. He likes to kind of lead the pack. That's the analysis. I haven't watched a ton of Canucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am being have, having played hockey for so long. The things that excite me about hockey are like the little details of the game, and it's it's less the the team building stuff that that's where I'm kind of like it is what it is. I like watching the 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 way that the systems that teams put in place, and just kind of the. the the individual characteristics of players and where, where they hang out and like where they try to break out from uh, dumps it, dump ins, carry ins, whatever. Uh, So while I haven't watched a ton of Canucks, um, that excites me a little bit because it's unorthodox for a center. And I'm just excited to kind of like take note of it. And it's just something that playing hockey growing up my whole life, that you're so cognizant of positioning and where you should be as Mm -hmm. a certain type of player and having played a good bit of center um, I'm, I'm very curious about that as a, as a tactic, which is cool so that is, that's, is, you know, translated to success. So with that, I mean, with that in mind, I
2: think that is Barzal is a center who sucks at face-offs and play and, and kind of plays like a little bit more of like a Mitch Marner type.
1: Yeah. We're playmaker. coming for you. We're coming for you, Matthew.
2: So, so I kind of see it as you, you whichever one you put at center there, they'll play the way their styles are. I think their yeah. styles complement each other. Horvat, right. whether he, you know, functionally, whether on the score sheet he's listed as an LW or a center, he'll take the face offs. And then and, pivot. Yeah. And pivot. But uh, you know, in my mind, because because I don't want to to mess with the the juice line right now. No, don't. Um the all American line as it is. Um yeah. I, I kind of actually would lean towards the other winger on that being, um, Fashing. Assuming all are healthy, just because it it's simple. He can just cool go to the corners. He, he yeah. can he can do the
1: ugly shit in front of the net. And- that's that's a very big. Um, it's one of those things where man, if my dad was around to watch these this team, he would fucking love Hudson Fashing. And so it's a very my dad like. He, the guy doesn't produce a ton, but it's one of those like old school kind of like watch the islanders during their dynasty heydays. Like, hey, why don't you put this fucking this hardworking kind of bruiser? Not bruiser, he's not a bruiser, he's kind of like he's kind of got the little bit of the Parise uh yeah, energizer money yeah. thing going on. Yeah. But he's he's very clearly like he's a guy that he fans gravitate towards because he's got energy uh and and kind of like hard working right right but he's got yeah. that fat a little bit of speed so i think that that's a very my dad pick you know in a, in a way that i like a lot like my dad would say why don't you throw Ma- matt martin up on that first line and you're like i don't think that will work because of this but this one of those instances where i could see him making this and, and i go you know what i think that might actually work
2: i but i will say i do like the i do like paris the concept of paris there one just because zach's awesome Two he would do he would do the same things that you put cashing yeah. up there for, but he'd be a much better player. Mm-hmm. Um at, I'm doing that more just because I like the 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 Paris Pageot chemistry. And, and I'm I fine think, with that too. Love and, those guys. Uh, and and with that in mind, and then you know the third line especially just because Paris Peugeot and Holmstrom have been good together. Still would like to see some more offense out of Holmstrom, which Damn. is part of why I've like kicked around like would he be the guy to put there? But he hasn't. I think that wouldn't be a good situation. To he's still a player figuring out who he is and how to play pro. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, fashing is he might be a start, has started he to traded. put together.
1: Holmstrom might get traded by the time the next app
2: drops. He could. So who you know, knows. And that's and and I agree with the the fourth line. However, this gets into assuming. The more interesting talk is assuming. They 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 extend Horvath. Mm-hmm. How do you see things overall changing
1: next season? Uh, this this is where I get a little dicey in terms of just like one my ability to read that, or and two my my willingness to look into it, like put my brain power into that. Like I I feel like the time and place comes when. The extension kicks in. I'm not even thinking about that right now. But I guess if you're forcing me to think about it, um, I think what you're gonna bring up is moving Nelson. That's what I think you're gonna bring up. Um, but uh, I don't know if I love that. I like the idea of seeing how uh Barzell at wing, slash seeing how he's into it, and you know, kind of seeing if those two gel together. And then if if that's the case, I don't think you're that set to move Nelson, right? Right. But I don't know. Maybe maybe you're looking at Barzell, Horvat, Peugeot, is down the middle, uh, or you know, offloading Peugeot or something like that, who I wouldn't want to, what I wouldn't want to do, which I wouldn't want to do, because I like him, but like we're at a situation with this lineup where they've got five centers, all who I like for different reasons. So I'll be sad to see any of them go for any reason. That's that yeah. I guess that's where I'm at and I haven't thought a ton into and I got to see how it all shakes out and who's the odd man out if there is one when all of this like when they play a few games essentially. Yeah. And if I and if a, an extension kicks in sooner than later. You so, you riff. I'm going to get a glass of water. So for I'm, me, I'm listening.
2: Yeah. For me for me the bang I I I've been kicking it around a bunch. I do think yes like right now I want to see them play Barzell with Horvat, but I, I kind of can foresee a situation where, you know, they look at next year having those guys on separate lines that they can reunite, they can put together when they really need a goal. Um, and I kind of see Nelson being moved to wing, not moved off the team. I think I think they prefer to move Nelson to wing and keep. A guy that scored 30 goals back to back, or he's probably going to get another 30 this year. A guy that has has been a goal scorer for them and a big playoff performer for them. Um, I think, I, I think I, I could see him moving to wing, which then has it in such a way where their top six wings would be Lee, Palmieri, Nelson, and then ideally a guy like um, a guy like Tarasenko, and right. And what, right, what, and that's a that's a pretty damn. That's probably the best top six the Islanders will would, would have had in our lifetime, I would say. And yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Even and, through success, we we're rocking with a Leo Komarov. Uh, yeah, there's someone.
2: There's something. There, there, there's Nikolai Kuliman, Much respect and much love. Much
1: respect. Much respect. But but, yes.
2: but top six. Yeah, like so. To me, when when you do that, that means that something luxury has to go and, and I in, in that scenario, Pajot is a guy that a lot of teams would like. Um because he's a luxury third line center. He's like a an yeah. incredible third line center. Well
1: it depends if the cap goes up a ton, they view the contract as a, a lot less immovable probably. And again, you know, circling back to no contract is immovable, I don't think. Yeah. Um so
2: you know in, in that case you you would you shed Pajot and his five million for another I think he has three more seasons after this one, so that's mm. five million that's freed mm. up for when the Sorokin deal comes around. You know, and you you, you got to start thinking about about shit like that. So, all right. Know, well, and 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 then you can either move in in scenarios like that. You know, I I, I think they're I think they're either going to buy out or ideally trade if they can trade if they get someone to take Bailey without needing to couple a first liner, sure. If you couple a first liner, there better be a whole bunch of extensions for every good player on this fucking team, um, uh, because right. it, they, yeah,
1: it's getting into cool. that
2: it's getting into that territory now with with first rounders. But but so for me, it's like then you'd either see Sizikas move up to three C, and and uh, then you get a, a, cheap, uh, a cheap fourth line center, uh-huh. or you keep Sizikas at, at the fourth line, and you know you get a you you try your hand at a Nick Bjugstad. Or Freddie Gaudreau, or one of these guys. It's like late twenties, early thirties. Seems to be a pro. Never mm-hmm. has quite stuck. Probably won't cost you too much. But if you're rocking much better high-end pieces, you mm-hmm. sometimes might have to tinker. At yeah. the depth. and and that's yeah. just that that that's the that's the modernization of the team. Um, I I don't know with defense. What I find curious. What do you think of the speculation about them possibly l- being in the market still for a defenseman?
1: I, I, I understand the need because right now still you're, you're Sebastian Ajo's in the top six, right? Well, in, in the, in the lineup, right? Get so, him out. <laughs> we've seen enough. We've seen enough. No more. Um, I do like that the fall count like people have been taking notice of specifically, uh, uh, Bud Lightman, but, uh, but the lightly men, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, our uh, friend of the pod uh, has has taken notice of the slipping and the falling on banana peel, invisible banana peels by Sebastian Ajo, because um, that's something that I I, I I clocked like you know early on the season. I'm like, this guy's just falling a lot because it was like one game where it fell a couple times, and I'm like,
2: oh, maybe bad weird. ice.
1: Yeah, and then it happened again. I was like, Something's weird, and then and then it no, this guy just falls a lot which is which is cool. I like yeah. having a guy that falls a lot on the team as a it's joke. It's a little funny. Yeah, I like I like physical comedy, so it works on that level. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I value the team being better over that. So, I I get it. I get the I get the need. Um I've not thought a ton about who they would trade for or what the market is. All these trades, I mean, what's interesting about all of this is like
2: every piece that I'm like, "Oh, well we'll keep this guy because he's like I've
1: I've loved how Bulldog
2: has looked so far. I think he I think he looks, yeah yeah
1: well he looks so he looks calm and steady. We, we got to see him play, right? So so and, and you were you you asked in the chat what you what we thought of him. And I think that I loved him because I didn't notice him, which is what you want in like lower pairing defensemen. And he got but, shots on net. Yes, he did get shots on net. And the only instance that I uh, was critical of not noticing him was he was on the power play. So it's a thing where he wasn't like giving the puck away on the power play, but he wasn't doing anything meaningful, but he's so young and who cares? They're trying him out. So I, I you know,
2: to make some regardless... of these trades though, you might be a bull duck going the other way. Like, like, so, so, yeah. but to me, what, you know, in my mind, like next year, you know, Pelik, Pulak, Romanov, although he's more of a guy that I think of down. I kind mm-hmm. of, cause I kind of see him as the, the Mayfield replacement because um I, I I think the the cap only going up one mil and now the Islanders trying to add a lot more expensive pieces kind of like with Pajot at 3C mm-hmm. um Mayfield at at you know three three right defense like that's that's a luxury what he's gonna get in a world where Erica Branson gets four million dollars for four years. Mm-hmm. Scott Mayfield I I worry about, but but you know Romanov is is still young. He just turned twenty three, I believe. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And and to me, you, he strikes me. His profile is kind of like Mayfield, a, a, a project in development. I think he's probably a bit more naturally gifted than uh, yeah. than Mayfield, but he seems like a guy that once he really like figures out his his. Uh, it's really just reads. It's really just just getting his like. Every single shift, your focus, your poise has to be on. Because sometimes he yeah. just loses guys. And that's part of becoming a defenseman in the NHL. Yeah, of course. And, of course. And, but he strikes me as a guy like, can't you see him having playoffs kind of like the ones Mayfield had where like the other team oh, yeah. just fucking hated him? He's like, a
1: little, and he little scored bit of
2: randomly a... good goals. He scored randomly yeah. crazy good goals and also just like got
1: away with a couple uh, uh, little situations kucherov situation. Um so, obviously the 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 reason that the the base took took him in so quickly, the Ovechkin um yeah. yeah. He's I, I, I'm not I'm I'm not trying to trade Scott Mayfield, but I uh I get where you where you're coming from, you know, just in and terms of you know, him getting a raise most so, likely. So
2: even then though, chances are, especially with all the money that the Islanders are probably adding on offense, to change it change a pace here prioritizing offense over defense but not abandoning it entirely is that like okay you do romanov and dobson again and then you do bull duck if he's still around and then like on the right side a um a a troy stetcher you know like a, a guy that's just like a pro defenseman that that yeah that can move the puck up the ice and won't hurt you uh, if there if there's a guy that I think I'd love to see that the Islanders try to rent, although they probably are going to be priced out after ideally getting another winger first, is uh, I wouldn't mind getting Goss to spare as a, as a rental, yeah. just because he also plays the right side. Because who knows, maybe he'd like it. Maybe Lou would do just like a Sezikas type deal where it's going to be much less oh, on, yeah. on the AAV, less but, but it's much longer. And yeah. he's just like the the right D, the right D for the next like five years. Five like years, he's, yeah. He signed from like thirty to thirty five. It's a random ass deal. You're signed, yeah. but like, whatever. And that's their their guy
1: that you know runs the second power play unit. And hey, I like I like the idea. And I wonder, I wonder, even if he, uh, even if that's the solution. If he gets not traded to the Islanders, this uh, trade deadline, but maybe in the off season they they visit it as a as a concept. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Ilya Sorokin's been unbelievable. You, you're not gonna you're not gonna tinker with any of that. You know, the, uh, they're they're it's it's been good. Um. Hold on one second. I just got a an email from uh, an email band email from Scott something about. Prague, the country oh <laughs> uh we got like a cold email from a um from a backline company that's like hey we're, yeah. we're a rental company based in prague and we deliver like we're uh you know we've got vans and like backline equipment and scott scott sends the email to us and he goes uh yeah tours two weeks out and we haven't sorted out our van rental or our gear thank god you emailed <laughs> nice nice yeah yeah pretty funny um but uh, 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 Ilya Sorokin's been phenomenal. I don't know what else to say, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have nothing to say about that, and and you know, we'll see about the backup situation just because, like, all this, what, what I find fun about this is like it, it's very clear to me that they're trying to make something so you might have to have an Ilya Sorokin and a I don't know backup, and that there's a risk to that, but okay what the islanders have done here didn't work so now, the philosophy the, the philosophy's changing
1: enjoy yeah. i don't know yeah 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 so let let's let's see what happens with that all we can say is that with uh, a bit i got to i'm going to take a leak yeah yeah sure so so i'm i'm completely uh, desmond took his headphones off i'm I, I don't know how much longer he wants to go but i'm going to try and rush him a little bit because i think we've talked this to death a little bit i'm going to talk about Uh, what they got coming up, and I don't think anyone asked us any questions, so I think we're just going to talk about uh, the next, like, 10-ish minutes, what they've got uh, in the pipeline in terms of games against. But, uh, essentially, yeah, we talked the offense to death. We'll see what happens with an extension. We talked the defense. Um, I like Desmond's idea of uh, Shane Gossbier, but um, Gossbier, whatever. Uh, But, essentially, and the goaltending, you know... I don't think it's time to start talking I unless we gets traded, I guess, to move out money, but I don't think it's time to start messing with the tandem at all, or even talk about anything outside of they've been good. Um, so the Islanders have Philly coming up and I kind of want to save this for Desmond because he's going to have something to say. I'm sure always does. Um, they got four games from Monday to Saturday is what I'll say. Um, And let let me use this as a little bit of a pivot before, because I don't want to start talking about that and then have to re-talk about it. Um, My band's going on tour for six weeks, a little more than that. So from February 18th to, or 19th or 20th or something, to uh, April 5th in Europe um, with Between the Buried Me and Haken, which will be cool. Um, I am going to try and get on at least one or two pods with Des, but I think he's going to have a couple of guests uh co-hosts for that time um there he's in talks uh there's a little bit of a cone of silence when it comes to who he's got on his radar but uh i've i've been in the room while he's been discussing some of this stuff and all i can say is it's pretty exciting should be pretty good he's still not back yet um and i guess on the uh let me just roll through what they got it's Philly. It's the Kraken. He's back. He's back. That's great. Now, what Desmond. Eh, I was riffing a little bit. Um, you, you'll you'll listen back, I'm sure. But uh, what I was saying is, we got about ten minutes left. Did we get any questions? Let me see here. You know what?
2: Let, okay. If we can try to, I think we got a couple of questions, but really quick, something that that I think we need to at least frame here. Talk about. The Lane Lambert hot seat. Oh. How hot do you think it is?
1: I don't think it's hot. I think that – I don't think it's hot at all. I think that he's – I I, I think that it'll get hot if they don't make the playoffs this year. And if they they look like they're – trending downward ne- next year, then he'll get fired. That's what I think. Um, but I don't even think it's a—it's on my radar in terms of, I know that Lou has been insane with coaches in the past, but I do think that in his older age, he's calmed down with that a little bit. And I also think that he's got some level of want to keep Lane Lambert, considering he essentially kicked trots out for him. That's mm-hmm. to not lose Lane. So, no, I, I don't think he's on the hot seat at all. Um, and I don't think he will be, because I think they're uh, going to go on an insane run and then, uh, uh, you know, do really well.
2: Well, you know, I think if he's he's about to get some nice tools his way. Uh, yeah. So the, the argument about not not having something to work with, which is valid, is not really going to be as valid soon. Of course. Um, of course. Which but, is why I think it's it's going to work out. Well, it just—it's interesting to me. I—I I think, I hope it works. And and it, it like I said, it seems like the Islanders are about to load load up because they might as well. Because if it's guys that they're going to try to go for anyway,
1: do it now. Do it all in one swoop. Yeah. Try and yeah. find out. So, but I mean, as far really, very really quick before questions because I wanted to do this too. Only one they question. Got, oh, great! They've got, uh, Philly on Monday, the Kraken on Tuesday. Vancouver on Thursday, and the Canadians on Saturday. That's kind of the vibe for the week back. So four games from Monday to Saturday, um, and I think they have to. They have At to go three points. and one. They At have to go points. three and one. At yeah. least
2: six points. I th- I really want them to go go
1: whole hog and and get 80. Me too. Considering the you you've uh, the the Kraken are the best team in that bunch, right? You got the Canucks. Yeah. Who stink, yeah? Uh, the Canadians who stink, and the uh, Flyers who stink, and then the Kraken are nice. They're a little bit nice. So I, I'll be at that, they that game. To, they have to go three and one. I, I do want to go to another one before, uh, before I leave because of the Horvath situation. So we
2: we might be able to get get one more pot in with you, actually.
1: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe next next week at some point well um late in the week even the um, one
2: question that we got was, was yeah, from Vinny, from Brooklyn Vinny, and i mean we kind of answered oh boy. lou has lou has cap space to make one more impact move got to be a winger question mark i mean yeah i think it will be it, it the chicken rumors i just find so fucking so interesting they're just they're so persistent they are so persistent that it's mm-hmm. just like and the the Horvat rumors were persistent, and then it turned out.
1: So right, so you're so curious, maybe there's now something I there. now I don't know, but, but so I'm... here's what I'll say: it's got to be a winger unless it's chicken. because I think that there's probably a depth of D moves to come, but that's going to be relatively not meaningless, but I think it's going to be more under the radar, um, than something like uh a Tarasenko or a Chickern, um. But, you know, it could be someone that's not on our radar either because of the cone of silence. Um, but maybe the cone of silence is – maybe there's cracks in it, which is why, you know, you heard about Horvat. He came to fruition. Maybe you're hearing about Chikrin. Maybe it comes to fruition. I think the asking price is so crazy on Jacob Chikrin um, that I don't know if that'll happen. But maybe it will if if the fucking – if the market goes down, and I but I don't know why they wouldn't be patient. Like they've still got so much time. It's so crazy this thing, the chicken thing. I really do think it's 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 crazy how it's just been so. mean, like fucking two years ongoing, been. man. Yeah, it's got to be so weird for him. It started at the bubble, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So ah, so it's I, been I, going on for like I, two and a half years. So I'm not a big fan. I'm not so, a big fan of just like how persistent it's been. Just from a, uh like, just from a, It's like, you don't take any of it seriously anymore. You're just like, okay, you know, what's there to say? Oh, I hear that this team might be involved. Okay. Well... in two years. You know what? And it's been two years of
2: Through the Island podcast. Yeah, episode 50. 50. episodes. Yeah. We have been normalized. We have been platformed. We have really changed, I would say, the landscape of yeah. uh,
1: the internet. Uh, and, you know uh we had a friend of the pod intro us before one of our one of our really good friends someone that close personal friend first
2: name basis
1: yeah mentions it multiple times and uh just want to say thank you to uh to everyone who's listened um regardless of you know any of your wrong opinions or right ones we appreciate it love love or hate love or hate us you're listening
2: and shout well, out to all not. the people that we don't agree with that have given us plenty to argue with, and then people end up liking the tweets where we're insulting your your opinion, yeah. and then we get follows. You know, we we appreciate your stupidity and ignorance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the gall that you have to disagree with us is
1: is uh, shameful, but but we win every time. And, and speaking of, um the spotify stuff so we might see some episodes some previous episodes disappear off spotify because of some copyright stuff and let's just say this thank god that hockey is a um you know you don't really go back and listen to episodes from the you know the season we might
2: we might try to archive them or whatever yeah we'll figure it out but but like but we're not we're not backing down i'm gonna i'm gonna dispute it and i'm gonna say we're allowed to do this And we know, for what it's worth, Spotify is based in the city, and we're... I've looked up the address. I've looked up the address. It's very interesting to to to
1: step to me when your address is very easily found online. And and all I'll say, too, is that it's not... We're not saying anything like... It's no threat or anything like that. We're just saying, like, if we wanted to have a conversation with someone from Spotify, they're close by. It's easy to get to them. You didn't need to email me yeah nothing that that's this, true too this email it's a little bit i always like to say this email could have
2: been a, a, a face-to-face yeah. six yeah, inches away from each other direct eye contact conversation
1: yeah but and instead you,
2: we'll we'll take it down if you can meet those requirements we'll consider until yeah. then
1: shut up yeah yeah so uh let's just say that we're um they're trying they're it feels like they're trying to silence us and rest assured we will not back down.
2: This has been uh through the Island podcast. We have yeah. uh 50,000 more probably. Um, well,
1: we, we are immortal. We've established we are immortal. that. Potentially immortal at least, but the we've podcast at least
2: got a couple of yeah. the
1: immortals. Right. We've, we've at least got a couple hundred years left, but we're starting to actually think more and more that it'll be forever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So We'll see if you also are a highlander like us. Uh, yeah. Oh, through the Highland podcast. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, all
1: right, it's been it's been a good one. Uh, uh, so we'll see. We'll see you soon. And, bo- and you. Uh, there's some bows, some bows in this in house. This. There's, some there's some bows, some bows in bows. this house. There's some bows.